Welcome into another episode of your WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. Coming up later, I'm going to be talking to Little Miami Boys basketball coach Brian Lahan. He was board approved this week as the new Panthers coach and certainly has a unique story to tell about how he's connecting with players and families during this no contact period. But first, the big news of the week. On Thursday, the Ohio High School Athletic Association announced that it is canceling the four remaining state winter tournaments. That includes boys basketball, girls basketball, hockey, and the state individual wrestling tournament. I'll be chatting with three area basketball coaches about the impact of the coronavirus outbreak and the cancellation of their tournaments. Undefeated Mount Notre Dame had a 28-0 record and was preparing to play in a Division I state semifinal game in Columbus. Now I'm pleased to be joined by Mount Notre Dame basketball coach, Dr. Scott Rogers. Coach, thanks for taking a few minutes and uh, offering some perspective. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm well, Mike. I'm, you know, we're, everybody's in the same boat. So uh, the, it, it, it wasn't – the kids are disappointed, obviously. Uh, just as the coaches are, we were kind of hoping, you know, there were some the, – the, the Ohio High School Athletic Association explored every possibility, nook and cranny. I, I mean, I give them a ton of credit for hanging in there. They're just I just think logistically there just was no way they were going to be able to do this. Um, and, and now, you know, there would be a little bit of closure, not the, not the closure that, that we wanted, but, you know, now at least we can, you know, like I told you before, get focused on keeping everybody healthy and, and uh, get over this thing. What was the most difficult part about the entire weight of this announcement? Well, I, the hardest part for me was having the expectation that we might play. Uh, and then how do you, you know, and then trying to keep the kids uh, mentally kind of in, you know, in that mode that, hey, you know, that we still might compete. Don't know, you know, you, you have to stay mentally involved in what's going on. You know, even though they're doing the schoolwork, they were, you know, they had to try to work out in whatever way that they could. Um, very difficult without it having, <clears throat> excuse me, access to a gym. So that part was hard. And then add to that your seniors, who if as it as has happened, it 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 is canceled. You know, I I I really feel badly for all the seniors, uh, not just our seniors, the ones that were still involved in the tournament. Uh, you know, it's just tough because you know you there's really there's really no finality to this season. And uh, that's going to be hanging in the air, you know, forever and ever and ever. What, what, you know, the what if part. So, you know, but, you know, you, you know, I also said that's a good life lesson for all of us. Uh, you know, perspective wise, we got a we got a lot bigger fish to fry right now. And we have to uh, we really have to be focused about staying together and being safe and, and supporting each other. I know it's difficult to take the news and separate it from what's happening today, but uh, obviously Mount Notre Dame team that was 28-0, and 0, um, regional champions uh, getting ready to play Toledo, Mount, uh, Toledo Notre Dame for the uh, Division One state semifinal, ranked number three nationally by ESPN and Max Preps. Um, again, try to separate the news from today. What will you remember most about this special group this year? Well, first of all, I'm extremely proud of where they ended up. Uh, well, you, know, uh, you know I don't really – you know, the, the national poll thing, I never, I never understand. There's so many great teams in the country. There's so many great teams in Ohio. 
uh, we're, we feel really honored to represent Ohio that highly. Uh, it wasn't, obviously, that wasn't our goal. Our goal was to win Ohio, win the state championship. That's always our goal. And our girls were able to, to have success against some nationally ranked teams this year that I think catapulted them into that top five. Uh, that is something that is really fun to talk about now after the season because you appreciate, you know, the teams that we beat. Some of the teams were just, uh, you know, we were very fortunate to win a couple of those games. Uh, but our kids hang – they just had a – and I keep saying this, but they just – had that, that knack for just not giving in to a lead, not giving in to the fact that they were up. They, they were all in. They had that all-in mentality for the entire game. And, you know, when you have leaders uh, like Makaira and Grace and KK uh, and Layla, and I can go down the list, Abby Walterman, uh, everybody that came off the bench, you have Brianna Counts, who wasn't, couldn't play the second half of the year. Had a huge first half of the year. All those young ladies just played huge roles. And our whole, from from one to fifteen or sixteen, everybody was on the same page. And that's what it takes. So that that really sticks in my mind. I'm sure it sticks in all the coaches' minds uh, because it was their it was their journey, and we were happy to you know be a part of it and watch it because it was it was fun. Really you mentioned uh, earlier about having some sense of closure. Uh, you know, we're having a lot of virtual opening day, uh, you know, photos about the Reds and everything today. And a lot of high school teams, I would imagine, would still like to have a virtual banquet of some sort. Uh, have you thought about just going forward, how you might connect with your players one last time? Well, I, I don't want to connect with them virtually. I want to, I want this, I want to get cleared to, to be able to, to get with them in the gym or in a wherever conference room and celebrate appropriately. Uh, hopefully that'll happen sooner than later, but that, that's, that's what I think we want to do. Um, I, you know, I, I, we may not have a choice, but to do it virtually, but I, I hope by at least June, you know, God willing, we can, we can get everybody together and, and get in the gym and celebrate their season. Cause it was, it was really extraordinary. They were chased, like I said, told you before, they were chasing history. It wasn't anything that, that that needed to be talked about. They were just, they definitely were focused on it. Uh, it would have been interesting to see what happened in Columbus because uh, three great, three other great teams were going to be there. So you never know. But I, I, I'm just really, really proud of the whole season, how they handled themselves on the floor and off. Uh, so, I, you know, it, again, it's going to be a what-if thing. Mountain Notre Dame coach, Dr. Scott Rogers, really appreciate your time and perspective. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. Be safe. Lakota East was making its first boys basketball regional final appearance in program history. Now I'm pleased to be joined by Lakota East head boys basketball coach Clint Atkins. Obviously, uh, Clint, uh, we have a lot of things that we could talk about beyond basketball. But first and foremost, how are you doing and how is your family? Um, family's great. Um, you know, I keep in contact with my mom and dad pretty much daily just to check on them. And, um, my, my wife and my three children were, we're doing great. We're practicing our social distancing right now and, uh, you know, not leaving the house unless it's, uh, you know, essential. Well, thank you for taking a few minutes and offering some perspective here. Obviously, Lakota East 25 and two was scheduled to play Moeller in a division one regional final there at Cintas center. It seems like a lifetime ago, honestly, two weeks ago, uh, uh, March 14th, um, 
I guess, what was the reaction to the news today from the OHSA and how are your players uh, handling all this? I, I think it, none of us wanted to, in our, our mind, know that it was it was coming to an end. But I think most of us had um, gotten to that point where we, we, we thought it was going to happen it's sooner or later. Um, so, um, you know, I talked to Mr. Brian, our athletic director this morning, we got the email from the OHSAA and immediately I reached out to our guys and, um, sent them a video and just, you know, thanking them for, um, who they are and, you know, what they mean to our program, what they mean to our community, what they mean to our school and, and things of that nature. So I think it's obviously a very tough day for us, but it's one day that we thought was coming for sure. Obviously, girls basketball didn't experience the limited spectators, but the boys, being a week behind, did. Um, take me back for a little bit, uh, that, that win over LaSalle there at Cintas Center when we did have limited spectators. Um, how surreal was that, and, um, you know, how much uh, did that game, I mean, how much does it mean to you now, even knowing what we know? You know, and a lot of people ask me the next day, what was it like playing in front of a limited, you know, limited group of people? And, and honestly, once the ball went up, um, you didn't really feel like there was only five or 250 or what, whatever the, the the number was. It really didn't feel that much different. Um, and, you know, that win is uh, obviously a special win in our program's history because it's the first time we've won a Sweet 16 game and gotten to the Elite Eight. So, you know, for our seniors, um, it's so special because even though we're not getting a chance to play Muller and, and, you know, have an opportunity to maybe go to the Final Four, um, they're still leaving on such a high note and doing something that our program really has never done before. Um, and, you know, we, we won GMC, uh, back-to-back GMC titles, back-to-back district titles for the first time in school history, and then they get to the Elite Eight. So um, it's just, you know, obviously unfortunate situation that we're in, but at the same time, um, they leave winners. And not many, you know, not many programs and not many uh, players get an opportunity to lead their senior year as, uh, as winners. So it's, it's very special. What was the most difficult part of waiting for the announcement that happened on Thursday? Oh, just thinking about our guys and the time that they have invested in, in our program. And, you know, I know a lot of programs invest a lot of time into this, but um, I, I think uh, <laughs> the time we put into this is, is um, as much as anybody. And, you know, to, to get that big win. And then, you know, I, I told a couple other people after LaSalle, we're in the locker room celebrating. And one of the kids says, Hey, did you just hear the NBA canceled their season? So immediately we find that out and I'm thinking this thing is done. Um, so at that point, I, I just feel horrible for our seniors, horrible for our young kids who have gotten us there. And, you know, this is something that you never know if you're going to get another opportunity to play in an elite eight game to go to a final four. So that nothing's given um, in this world. And, and obviously the, the whole coronavirus outbreak is just another great reminder to our guys to, to play every rep, to, to play every game like it's their last because you never know when it's going to be. We hear a lot about uh, virtual opening day today for the Reds and, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of high school programs on social media are, are, you know, really kind of commemorating the season, whether it be individual wrestlers or the teams from basketball or uh, or for hockey as well. But uh, um, going forward, I mean, what, what is your hope in terms of maybe bringing some closure to the season, whether it be a, you know, a virtual banquet or maybe a real banquet, you know, later on down the line? I mean, how are you going to connect with your players to kind of to give them some closure? Well, and we've been in contact with those guys over the course of the last two weeks just to check on them to make sure they're doing okay, just from a psychological standpoint, um, because they, I know it's, it's really, really tough on them. 
to not have that closure and you know finally have that closure. But once this is all settled, we're going to have some type of banquet. Um, you know, it, we're not going to do a virtual banquet. We're, we're going to do something in person. Um, you know, the, those guys deserve that. Um, they deserve to have their jerseys uh, put in frames and given to them. They deserve everything that every other group has, has received. So uh, once the dust settles here, even if it's in June or July, we'll do something really special for this group. I think it's just a final thought. Take uh, the news from Thursday out of out of it for a moment. Uh, what will you remember most about uh, how special this group was this year? You know, it's a group that, you know, when they came in as freshmen, there were 15 of them. And, um, you know, there were five left standing through the four years. And then Jared McCorkle came along his junior year. Um, but what we ask our guys to do is something that's not – it's just not easy. It's, it's really difficult. And there's a lot of guys that would love to be out there on Friday nights but they're not willing to invest the time, the commitment into what our guys do. And, um, you know, it's if you look at them from a personality standpoint, they all have their own different types of personalities and, and things of that nature. But just a special group of guys who came and worked hard every single day. And, you know, I feel like we just got we got the most out of them. Um, and, uh, you know, it just they're great kids and, you know, they're great basketball players, but more importantly, they're great people. And I know they're going to go on and have successful careers in whatever they decide to do. So um, just the, the fact that they're great people is the thing I will remember the most. Lakota East boys basketball coach, Clint Atkins, thank you for your time and perspective and uh, best of luck to you and your program. Absolutely. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Lakota East was prepared to play Moeller in a division one regional final at Cintas center. Moeller, the reigning two-time Division I state champions, was ranked number 28th nationally by Max Preps. Now I'm pleased to be joined by Moeller head basketball coach Carl Kramer. Carl, thanks for taking a few minutes. Uh, obviously, under the circumstances, I wish we were talking about uh, uh, basketball itself, but extenuating uh, uh, circumstances have uh, precluded that. So how are you holding up, and how's your family? Uh, we're doing fine. Family's great, and... Uh, we're holding up, uh, you know, our school is really trying to, uh, to deal with this in a, uh, in a smart, proactive way. So uh, as good as it can be in these trying times, I think it's going well. Well, obviously, uh, the Crusaders 26-1, and one, uh, the reigning two-time uh, Division I state champions. You had a 25-game win streak. Uh, what was the reaction, uh, not only among the coaches, but the players to the news today about the cancellation? You know, I I, um, I was in in on the the conference call with the OHSA um, and got that news and reached out to my guys on the on the team texting that that we do. We have a link that we use, and um, you know, it's pretty neat actually, Mike. Immediately, kids started uh, texting on that link about how much they loved each other, and. Uh, Thankfulness to what the seniors did for us this year. Uh, sadness that it was over, but no, you know, no one's uh, no one's crying about. You know, we don't get a chance to win the state championship. It was more the focus was on the relationships that that that, that now are more officially over. And I I felt good to read that. It made me feel like a, sometimes kids get it better than us adults get it. But uh, it was never never for us. And I told you this never really about the destination and we we did not get to control the destination but it was about the journey and i, I truly believe that these kids had, had a great experience and that's what we'll hold on to obviously muller was scheduled to play lakota east in a division one regional final there at xavier university Sintas center um 
you mentioned just the relationships and everything and how are the players kind of leaning on each other, especially maybe uh, the seniors and, and, and even other players in other classes. I mean, what, what type of support have you seen uh, in the way that they're communicating with each other? Yeah, you know, it's, it's really just that virtual stuff. And I think, you know, everyone, you know, we don't get to see each other. That's kind of been the, the hardest part these, these last uh, 10 days or so is just the separation from guys that you were with so intimately for for months and months and months. Now, all of a sudden, boom, it's over. So I think guys are communicating back and forth. Uh, you know, hopefully they're they're doing their remote learning. I'm encouraging them to, to, to be on task and, and do all that. But uh but really that. And then today, when the news finally officially broke, because we kept holding out some hope, um, you, see, you saw an outpouring of love amongst the guys, and I thought that was cool. You mentioned just uh, the news finally breaking. It's been a two-week journey. It seems like it's been much, much longer than that for everybody, obviously. But, uh, you know, you played the game against Centerville, uh, the regional semifinal there at Cintas Center with limited spectators. Uh, first of all, how surreal was that experience? And then can you talk about just the weight itself and just uh, – when you actually thought um, this would be canceled? You know what, Mike, when they announced that we were going to play the game with limited spectators, I was kind of like, oh, my gosh, this is part of the reward for these kids and they're going to miss it. But to be honest with you, when we went and played that game and they threw that ball up in the air, and I talked to the guys about it too, it felt the same. There was no – like, like in the victory felt the same. It really uh, – you know, my prayer that night was, I hope we get to do this for another, I think it was eight days at that point. I, I hope we, because it, we would have been fine doing it that way with, with the limited crowd. Um, but obviously it, it, it wasn't to play out that way. And, um, you know, now we had to deal with a new reality. When you had that weight, I mean, what was kind of the, the conversation like among the coaches and players, maybe those first few days and then as it got on, it seemed like most people knew that this would be an inevitable news. You know, Mike, so if you can remember that time, it does seem so long ago, but um, we played on a Wednesday. Everything came down on on Thursday, and, and we just sent them home Thursday when we got the news. But there was, there was still that hope. They were saying that the you know, tournament's only postponed, so I'm thinking, well, if they call us Saturday night and want us to play, we better be ready. We practice Friday. But I think everyone in that practice, it wasn't a normal practice for us. It, it really was kind of a closure practice. You could sense it amongst the guys. There, there was a lot of enthusiasm. But we kind of knew this was the last time we're ever going to be together. And, but to be able to go into the locker room after the practice and have each coach talk a little bit, about the season and the team to him because, again, even though there was some hope, I think everyone knew the reality of where it was going. And uh, and I'm very thankful that we had the opportunity to do that, that last practice on that Friday. And uh, now our big challenge, Mike, what we're trying to figure out when I'm thinking about a lot, and it's hard, it's just like with school issues, it's hard to plan because you just don't know but we got to find a way to put closure on this amazing season for these guys. And uh, we've always been really big in our banquet. Our banquet's an important night for us. And uh, 
again, we don't know when we can do it. We don't, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'll bring everyone to my house if we have to, but, but at some point, you know, when, when it's safe for everyone to do it, we've got to find a way to celebrate the season. Uh, just going forward too. I mean, while everybody is, uh, uh, you know, adhering to the stay at home order, I mean, what are you doing to communicate uh, with your players? Obviously people know that you're the principal of the school too, but uh, how do you kind of just keep spirits up for people around you and people that you stay connected with? You know, I, I've tried, uh, I've been in a lot of zoom meetings and, and I'm going to do more of that. Um, I am planning on trying to, uh, to get our guys together tonight or tomorrow remotely and just coaches and everyone and, and, and get together and let everyone talk a little bit. Uh, and, Really moving forward, I think in these next few weeks, uh, planning on actually starting the process we do every spring of meeting with each player in the program individually. That's always been in my office after school, Mike, but uh, uh, we're going to have to do it remotely. And I think actually we can we can be very successful doing that. So the one thing about the announcement today, I have not allowed myself to turn the page to even think about next year. I just didn't want to do that. Uh, now, now it's clear. It, it tells us that we got to move on, find a way to put closure on this year, and start thinking about next year. And I guess just a final thought on, on this season, besides all the coronavirus outbreak news and everything, what will you remember most about this team and what made it so special? You know, the one thing I, I want them to understand is we've been blessed at Moeller, but they are only the sixth team in the history of Moeller High School to win their last game. And, and I want them to look at it from, from that perspective. Uh, you know, I, again, we had three more to go to, to win a state, and I'm not trying to pretend like we're state champions. I'm not, I'm not going to get into that. It's the AP pool. AP pool it's, it's the AP pool. It, it is what it is. But, but they are the 16 to, to ever win their last game. And I, I told them on the last day, they, they were up there with the best teams that have ever played in Moeller. And, uh, and I truly believe that, and that's how, how we want to celebrate it with this group. Muller basketball coach Carl Kramer, thanks for taking a few minutes, and uh, hopefully talk to you soon on a much happier note. Okay, thanks, Mike. Appreciate all you do. Next, I'm pleased to be joined by Brian Lahan. He is the new Little Miami head boys basketball coach, pending Board of Education approval this week, and uh, Brian was named as the new Panthers coach on Saturday afternoon. Uh, he was at CHCA for the past three seasons, leading the Eagles to a district title in Division Three this past season. And Brian, thanks for joining the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. How are you? I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Mike. Thanks for having me. Doing great. Well, tell me about this opportunity at Little Miami and uh, what attracted you most to uh, this program. One of the things that stood out to me right away was uh, how competitive Keith Pantling was uh, as the athletic director at Little Miami. Um, the opportunity for growth. And, and how there's just a complete boom out here in Little Miami, which I live about three minutes away from the high school. It is, it is a community that is rising, and it has a leader in Keith Pantley, and I'm just excited to be a part of it. Definitely the motto of being Panthers rising there for, uh, for Little Miami and all their athletics programs. Going into the ECC uh, next school year, uh, give a first initial thought on, on uh, just taking over this program and uh, what you hope to uh, get going here in the spring and the summer. Well, one of the things I'm working on right now, I know you have a 30-day period, but with all the craziness that's going on right now, uh, I know the 30-day period is coming up for them. I want to just, 
I want to send out individuals to our kids. I want our kids doing things on their own. Um, if they got, got a basket or if they got, you know, whatever, they can get to a park. I want to start, you know, them doing individuals and I want them doing weight room uh, appropriate stuff. You know, if it's just body weight, it's just body weight. But I want them being very active and, and starting this this march towards what we need to uh, do as a program. Obviously, yeah, the, the challenge is in the whole discussion about, um, you know, this whole coronavirus um, outbreak um, for the current head coaches connecting with their players and trying to do everything they can on social media or huddle. doesn't matter what the sport is. I mean, that's, that's challenging in of itself. But talk about just the, um, you know, approaching this as, an, as a new coach coming over uh, as a new coach. And, and, you know, obviously the schools are not in right now. So uh, how are you going about right. uh, a game plan of, of connecting with your student athletes and their families? Well, the game plan is going to be relying uh, a lot on my AD, Keith, with final forms and communication right off the bat. Uh, just introduction, introducing myself in a letter, uh, perhaps sending out a, a video to them um, just to let them know that I'm here. I'm working already um, and trying to see gauge interest in, in coaches and and set up things for the summer as if we were going still uh obviously just waiting on word from what's going on with osha and and going on with the governor and then going on with our president so just taking it one day at a time before we kind of go on about little miami a little bit more just a, a quick thought on your time there at chc the three seasons and um obviously the district title this year and such a, a very close game obviously with deer park there at ud arena um, what do you remember most about uh, your time there and especially this season? What uh, memories do you carry from that? I would say the, the thing that I re I'm, I'm going to take away the most is the people, uh, the supporting cast of the coaches, um, Scott Rooks, Tim Sutherland, Tom Dinkelacher, um, all of our work that our freshmen and JV coaches put into having these kids grow up. Um, these kids grew from boys into men and just seeing the transformation them uh, from when they started three years ago to where we are today to where they are today has been probably the biggest joy of my life, watching these kids grow up. That, that's what I'm going to take away the most. Tell me a little bit about uh, coaching for you. I know you've been at the college ranks. Uh, obviously, everybody knows that you played at Sycamore, played at NKU. Um, tell me about just the experience, um, you know, seeing the the game from a different lens, as it were, you know, not only in the high school level, but the college levels. I mean, what, what uh, what's it been like for you uh, here in the past, uh, you know, handful of years or more coaching around Cincinnati area? Sure. It's um, basically what I've done is just try to steal the best parts of every coach that I've coached under or played for. The Wally Vickers, the Dave Beasles, the Ken Shields, the Scott Davenports, the Lewis Prestons, and uh, the Casey Hunt at Wilmington College and just try to take what I've learned from them, the, the best parts I've learned from them, and mold it into my own concoction, if you will, of hey, play hard, play smart, play together. I mean, those are our three things that we have to do at all times to be successful. You mentioned the, the passion the, and the competitiveness of your AD there, Keith Pantling, and uh, just, just overall, I mean, you live close to – to Little Miami there and, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of success going on with their athletics programs recently. So how much uh, will this momentum really continue to carry over? I mean, from everything you've seen, just bigger picture, not only in basketball, but uh, in other sports as well. I mean, where do you see uh, 
some of these programs going. I'm, I'm seeing uh, an excitement growing, especially in the youth level. Uh, and that's one of the things that we're going to concentrate on and, 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 and hype up as much as we possibly can. I want those kids to be passionate about being Panthers. I want them being passionate about their community. And then I want them being passionate about sports in general not just basketball. I want them to be passionate in football, baseball, basketball. I, I want them to just be passionate in whatever they do. And as a community, they just do such a great job of supporting each other out here. Uh, obviously, with me living three minutes away, that's one of the things that drew me to uh, this community, that's drawn me to the high school and, and want me to work for, for Keith so hard. I, I'm, I'm going to do the best job I possibly can. Great. Little Miami head boys basketball coach Brian Lahan. I really appreciate your time and uh, best of luck going forward. Thank you very much, Mike. I appreciate you having me. Thanks again to all the coaches who joined me today on this episode. It's certainly been a surreal week for everybody who's been involved with high school sports in the tri-state area. Next week, we'll have a conversation with the University of Cincinnati head football coach Luke Fickle about how the coronavirus impact has affected not only his family, but also the Bearcats program. Thanks again for listening. 